How's it going, everybody? Welcome to This Is Real with Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love, and I am not him. <laughs> My name is Stephanie Rave, and um, we're excited to have you guys. We're filling in for Pastor, but we've got some amazing co-host family that's going to be joining us this week. But we want to say thank you first and foremost to everyone tuning in, everyone watching on YouTube, all of those who've been listening through the podcast and um, especially sending in letters. Man, we're so excited. We get to be in over 53 prisons. Um, and state and county jails. Um, but keep Pastor Juan in prayer. Shout out to Pastor Juan for allowing us to continue the radio show. We want to give you guys the best of the best at uh, this new year, 2022. Um, pray for him as he's been ministering over in Fort Worth in the Unshaken, Unshaken Conference with uh, Victory Church. Shout out to them as well. Um, but in the studio today, we've got some amazing family members. First, we've got <laughs> our very own um, Get Rap Pastor Megan McCullum from Hills yeah. to Halos Thank and you. Get Rap Church. Way to go. Thank you, Megan, for being here. And then, obviously, you guys know this is yes. a fan favorite, no, Pastor no. Todd from Get Rap yeah. Church as well. Welcome, I'm, you guys. I'm a bench warmer. Bench warmer. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys are helping me out this week. We're going to do an amazing show. How are you guys? Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for saying yes. Cool. I'm cool. I'm good. <laughs> Ready? 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 Go. All right. They're like, let Let's us do out. It. Let's do it. All right. Well, thank you, guys. We're going to hit the subject we've been going on building relationships making disciples we started off the new year we gave um we gave our first fruits mm -hmm. we gave our first week we did an amazing yeah. seven prayer. days of prayer and fasting awesome. you guys all shared we all shared here and um for me personally i feel like the seven days was awesome i've done different fasts before i i do fast routinely in my own personal walk mm -hmm. you know but these mm -hmm. first seven days was like a different kind of fast for me you know yeah. what I mean? And I feel mm -hmm. like, man, God really sustained me yeah. throughout, not just in like the physical sense of like mm -hmm. not eating or anything like that, but I feel like in every single night, every single day that um, we dedicated our time, I just feel like for my own personal one, it was like sustaining, you know? Yeah. So how about you guys? I feel like it was definitely um, a lot of intentionality mm -hmm. and very genuine this time, mm -hmm. you know? It, and I don't know if it's because it was a shorter amount of time because I also do that in my personal life. Yeah. But there was something different and special about this week and seeing all the people that came out yeah. mm -hmm. and how many people that we had there that are just hungry yeah. and that are just seeking the Lord. It was definitely a really amazing thing to be part of. Yeah, awesome. I thought it was really cool because you know, the, the year doesn't usually start on a Monday or whatever. <laughs> and so all the time when churches, they, they plan that fast. They always wait a couple of days mm -hmm. and then they plan it for the first Monday or mm -hmm. the first Sunday. Um, and and we didn't do that this time. Mm -hmm. We started where we started where at the first day on that Saturday. And um, I thought it went well because it, it, it allowed us to give out first to God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think, think he showed up in a mighty way and responded to our faith. And, and mm -hmm. it, it was a blessing for me. Yeah. I, amen. I agree. So if you guys were able to join us in any of that, we'd love to hear your stories on like what mm -hmm. God did, mm -hmm. you know, how he impacted your life or even maybe it was your first time fasting. Maybe it was your mm -hmm. first time praying with us. Um, and if you haven't and you're just like this, is the first you're hearing about fasting and prayer, man, definitely start reading a word, find out what uh, God says about fasting. And it's definitely an, another level of our intimacy with God because we get to, you know, basically separate our flesh and say, yeah. you know, we're going to mm -hmm. deny our flesh and we're just going to focus on you, Lord. So that's really awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but Pastor Juan started the series over at Get Wrapped with uh, building relationships and 
build relationships, make disciples. So that's what we're going to talk about. And I really enjoyed Sunday. I know awesome. we've all been like rewatching the sermon and things like that. Um, and it's cool. I'm excited about our conversation about it because I feel like we all kind of mm-hmm. got different things from it. Um, but I know the the main point here we're going to try to get across to you guys is like what a disciple is mm-hmm. and then what God's definition mm-hmm. of a relationship is. So yeah. uh, Pastor Megan, go ahead. So what Pastor Juan had shared on Sunday was really amazing. He said that discipleship is the process of devoting oneself to a teacher to learn from and become more like him. Mm-hmm. And so for us to die to ourselves and devote ourselves not only to the Lord, but to the wise people and the wise counsel that we have around us, that the Lord is also pouring into to be able to pour that back out to then disciple others around us. Mm-hmm. And when we hear someone talk about the Father, but then making him Lord mm-hmm. of our life, first of all, asking ourselves, when we hear that, what do we associate that term Father with? Mm-hmm. Is it negative or is it positive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you're asking someone, a new believer, or someone that's seasoned who thinks that they have been really communing with the Father, but it's been more going through the motions, but there hasn't been a heart connection, right? and things aren't changing, and there isn't real fruit on the tree, mm. and it isn't manifesting so that you can pour it out to other people, I really wanna ask ourselves, what is that? When you, when you say that, who is the Father? Mm-hmm. Because our life experiences, abuse, things that happen to us can right. all taint that view that we have of the Father, even though that's not who he is. Yeah. Most definitely. Most and sometimes definitely. we're aware of it and sometimes we're not, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I love your explanation. Yeah. Go ahead, Pastor Todd, on on our description, our the, the actual description of what of who God the Father is. Well, you know, the reality is even if your father was a good father, because mm-hmm. I, I, I have a good father. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was there, he was consistent and everything, but, but even that limits because as good as he was, he never can be as good as... Right. As, mm-hmm. as our Heavenly Father. Yeah. And so even when we have a good father, we, we attribute the attributes that that, uh, that, that father had to mm-hmm. God. And even though it may, we may have a good uh, outlook on what our father was, it doesn't really measure up. Mm-hmm. And so we have to get to the place where we stay in our word, Romans 12, yeah. renewing our minds mm-hmm. to the word of God daily so that we can get a clear uh, picture of who God is, and whenever that that picture uh, that we see in the Word challenges what we know to be true, mm-hmm. we have to lean not to our own understanding, mm-hmm. but in all our ways acknowledge that Word, and then let that direct our path. Yeah, and I like what you said about renewing our mind because uh, Pastor was actually talking about it. He said um, something about transformation, right? So we can't just have transformation. We we have to have transformation. It cannot only be information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us have experienced <clears throat> salvation. A lot of us have accepted Jesus as our Lord, but until we actually identify who that is, mm-hmm. you know, actually saying Lord, that mm-hmm. he's Lord of our lives, that means we completely surrender everything, our will, our, all of those things to him, mm-hmm. um, then it's it no longer is just information in our mind. It's no longer just reading it and not applying it, but it's actually a transformation, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think all of us have experienced a true transformation in, in our hearts. And then we continue to, you know, like you said, continue to renew, Excuse continue me. to transform, but allowing that transformation to really take place I think is something that is vital in order for us to then go forth and make disciples. And so you were talking about that yeah, too. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I, I think that we have to get to the place where we understand that, that as we trans, transform our lives, 
Jesus asked a question. He said, he said, why do you call me Lord and you don't do what I say? Mm, that's good. You know, because yeah. Lordship is actually submitting our wills mm -hmm. to his will. Yeah. Um, and, and when it comes to us um, actually building relationships and making disciples, at this point, when we talk about the name of Jesus and who he is, when we get that revelation of who Jesus is, making disciples is all about going out and saying, okay, this God that I, I serve and this understanding that I now mm -hmm, have, mm -hmm. it's imperative. now it becomes my responsibility to share <clears throat> with you and share with others who Christ really is, not right. based on my opinion, not even based on my so-called experience, right, because right. sometimes That's my good. experience is yeah. not in line with mm -hmm, what the word mm -hmm, is. Mm -hmm. uh, I have to base it on what the word says and then baptize you in that name and and what it means to to have a savior mm -hmm. what it means to have a father uh, a heavenly father and what it means to have Emmanuel or the Holy Spirit God that's with us every day of my life yeah so Pastor Megan for um, like what Pastor Todd was saying are the revelation of who he is explain that a little <clears throat> bit on how sometimes as believers mm -hmm. I feel like that is a revelation. Sometimes mm -hmm. there is a light bulb moment to where it's like, man, yeah. I was just reading and I was not doing. I mm -hmm. was just information and I was not transformation. So give us a little bit of like, what does that look like for, you know, more than just an experience? Because we use that word, right. but experiences come and go. <laughs> right, I mean? they do. But transformation has to be something like you were talking about, intentional. Right, mm -hmm. and there's so many emotions that come along with it in keeping those emotions in check, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because I personally went through a time in my life when I first gave my life to Christ I had an amazing emotional experience at the altar. He touched my heart and he definitely did something in me. Yeah. But once you walk away from that and you start to live life and you start to encounter situations, mm -hmm. you have to have the tools at your tool belt <clears throat> to understand how to walk out those victories in your life when they present themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so there is a difference between having that emotion and you're stirred up and it's great, but then actually living it out in those types of situations. And it's also um, the people that you give your time to and the things that you give your time to are always going to reproduce in your environment. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so what you're hearing, the music mm -hmm. that you're listening to, um, the teachings that you're listening to, yeah. they could be godly church teachings, mm -hmm. but it might not be biblical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you need to spend time with the Lord in that relationship and allow him to reveal his spirit and truth to you mm -hmm. and that we're not just regenerating things um, that we've heard, but we're actually living out that internally what he has showed us. You know, when we, we talked about relationships and we were talking about roles, yeah. we also have to talk about, we have to talk about defining the word relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because most of us have this experience where we come to church and all of a sudden we have this, this ooh, this feeling. Uh, <laughs> the we feel goosebumps. This, this, yeah, the yeah. goosebumps and we have this breakthrough. <laughs> And then we walk away from there and we say that we have this relationship mm -hmm. with God. No, mm -hmm. you don't have a relationship with yeah. God yet because you ain't did nothing. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah. relationship is reciprocal, right? Mm -hmm. And so it is that moment. If I would have come home to my wife, Tanya, if I would have come home and not speak to her mm -hmm. when I walk in the door, mm -hmm. yep. uh, not have any conversation mm -hmm. with her, expect her to cook, cook a dinner, expect her to do all the things that so-called a wife does, Yeah. but I never reciprocate that with any any care any love any talking to mm -hmm. yeah if i walk out of the door the next day i have not had a relationship with her yeah i've just i just 
I acknowledged her as my wife, but I haven't had that relationship. Yeah. And many of us do that weekly. We go yeah. into church services. We have this moment where, where a pastor shares his relationship with us, mm -hmm. with God, but we go out of there and we try to live off of that relationship mm -hmm. he has rather than the relationship we have. And yeah. the example that you just gave is so good, Pastor Todd, because the first thing that came to my mind is what you just described with Pastor Tanya mm -hmm. in that relationship is kind of based off of works. Mm. <laughs> it's not based off of love mm. and an unconditional agape love that the Lord has for his children. Mm -hmm. It's a do, 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 and let, yeah, I'm gonna give so that I can receive. Mm -hmm. And that's not how God's love is. Yeah. And I definitely. think it's funny that, like you said, we have to really find out the definition of what relationships mm -hmm. is because so much you hear like in, I don't know if it's the church or the world where we're like, oh, relationship over religion and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But then it's yeah. like, okay, what does that relationship look like? Because relationship, according to what Jesus is mm -hmm. telling us to do, is laying down our life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because he came yeah. and did that for us. And so in a relationship of how you're describing it, well, I'm going to go to church, you know, on Sunday, I'm going to hear a message and you live your life the remainder of those six days and then apart come back. Apart from that message, apart, yeah. yeah, yeah, apart from it, we didn't continue to read, we didn't continue to mm -hmm. um, find out what the Lord is telling us, you know, because in relationships, like you said, the conversation, mm -hmm. there's two parties involved mm -hmm. in that. And, and Pastor actually gave the definition of relationship. It's the way in which two or more mm -hmm. concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected. You know, you can't be in a relationship by yourself. Most <laughs> of them. Most of them. How many they're going to be them. looking at? Actually, I saw, <laughs> I just saw an article about this lady who married herself oh, wow. and then she divorced herself because she found someone else. <laughs> How is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. I she read it. Okay, so oh, she, she married herself because she. Yeah, but <laughs> we're looking at we're looking at it, and we're just her. like, that's crazy. <laughs> but some of us are doing that spiritually and saying that mm. we're in a relationship with Christ, but really you're you're not communicating with Him, and communicating yeah. mm -hmm. is is listening talking and how do we communicate with god we read his word i yeah. think pastor gave those three points worship uh word and prayer mm -hmm. you know and so if the, you're lacking in any of those areas are we really having a relationship with well, him well we we had a we had our core values training or core values hub this mm -hmm. past past week great and, job by the way on it that was it was hub. absolutely Super awesome good. and uh one of the things that was said in there when we were talking about truth and faith. Mm -hmm. That faith is is actually walking that thing out. It is yeah. hearing what God says, mm -hmm. believing what God says, mm -hmm. obeying what God says, right. and then God uh, being faithful because of it. And the reality is what we stop sometimes, so many times, mm -hmm. at hearing what he says. <laughs> we don't actually believe what he says. Yeah. And we definitely don't go yeah. to doing what he says. Because we don't like what we heard. And, that, and that's what yeah. constitutes relationship. <laughs> Even when he tells us something that's not comfortable for our flesh. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because we know that he loves us. And then the end result of that love, if we are obedient, the Bible yeah. says, though they put their trust in God, will mm -hmm. never be put to shame. And it's, so we, it doesn't matter whether we totally understand it. Right. It's about being obedient to mm -hmm. it. Right. And, and that's I, relationship. I love the example you gave of like even, I know Pastor Megan and you were talking about our our earthly relationships and how mm -hmm. we can, you know, relate that to our relationship with our father and that you were yeah. saying, well, I had a great dad, you know, but still, it still doesn't he is, compare. It does not compare, you know, yeah. and then even identifying, okay, well, I'm saying that he is Lord. I'm saying that he is my father. What does that look like? Mm -hmm. How, what is my role now being a son or being a daughter right. to the most high king? You know what I mean? What does that look like? Well, 
I can tell you in Matthew 4, it says here that um, when, when Jesus is talking, there's Peter, there's Andrew, James, and his brother John, and all four men were fishermen. And when Jesus called to them to follow him, he said, I will make you fish for people. And then it says there's an important principle here. If you're not fishing, you're not following. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And this is really, really critical because it says if your Christian life does not involve evangelizing the lost, mm-hmm. then you're not functioning like a disciple that Jesus has intended you to be. Yeah. And so it's laying our life down, trusting that he is God the Father, that he is Lord mm-hmm. over our life, yeah. that we're obedient to him and that we're we are evangelizing, we're sharing the gospel, we're sharing Mm -hmm. the truth and our testimony with other believers that are around us so that we can, they can also experience the same thing that we have. Yeah, true transformation. Go ahead. Because I, you know what, I I, I was sharing, you were asking me Mm -hmm. a question when we were at the uh, hub. Mm -hmm. You were asking me a question about how is it, how is it, become easier to be able right. to speak right yeah and one of the things i realized when it says go out and make disciples of all men mm-hmm. we think that that's somehow we got it we have to sit down and i'm not saying don't study right me. i'm not saying don't study and i'm not saying that we don't have to spend time in 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 some type of preparation and writing down stuff but many times we think that that discipling people or going out and making disciples is about rehearsing some sermon mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But 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 discipling people is about just getting to know Jesus. Yeah, yeah. As you get to know Jesus, uh, if I ask you to talk about heels to halo, mm-hmm. you don't have to go study heels to halo. <laughs> you know, you, you, it just because it's a passion mm-hmm. on the inside right. of you. Yeah. Something that you came out of. Yeah. Uh, now you just automatically come off the cup. Mm-hmm. This is what this you know. Right. This is what this organization is about. Yeah. The more you know about it. Mm-hmm. leads you to be able to easier yep. talk about it. And the more we become in love with Jesus, then discipling somebody else becomes right. easy because we're just telling this person, exactly. the next person, mm-hmm. what is going on in our life, mm-hmm. you know? I love and, that. Go and, ahead. And our life is the loudest sermon that we can preach. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Our actions, our responses in situations. Pastor always says that we don't know what kind of donut you are until you're squeezed. Mm. <laughs> and, and, you know, you can look like this pretty mm-hmm. brown, yeah. frosted donut. Mm-hmm. And then the moment that you become under pressure and you squeeze that thing, yep. maybe it's like green slime that comes out. And you're mm. like, what the heck? Yeah. Somebody put some fraudulent filling on the inside of this donut. If you mm. think about it, because I'm yeah. looking at the exterior yeah, yeah, that's good. thinking that, oh, wow, so much good inside of her. Mm-hmm. But the moment that that pressure hits, it's all ugly. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, man, they've been walking around, not like kind of living a lie, mm-hmm. but regurgitating all of these things that we thought they knew, but they really don't. Mm-hmm. I really like you that. Know? We're going to take a quick commercial <laughs> break and we're going to come back and talk about this fraudulent filling. Fraudulent. Welcome back, you guys. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in to This Is Real with Juan Martinez, aka Dr. Love. My name is Stephanie Rave. I've got these amazing co-hosts with me, Pastor Todd. And right. I was about to say Pastor, Ta- Pastor Todd and Pastor Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> I just automatically, that's good, no, though. She, that's she right here. She right here. She right here. And Pastor Megan, um, yeah. who are in the studio with us keep uh pastor juan in prayer he's ministering out in fort worth and so we are holding it down here we got some amazing yeah we've got some amazing guest (laughs) co-hosts 
Um, but we were just talking You're doing about great, by our, the way. Oh, thank you. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that fraudulent feeling, y'all. Fraudulent. Fraudulent. Go yeah. ahead, Pastor Megan. So it's a thing. If you read it over here in Matthew 5. The donut is in there, too? It is. <laughs> this is my, uh, what translation? This is my Tony Crispy Evans cream. commentary. Oh, I'm kidding, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> and it talks about in here that says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst mm-hmm. for righteousness, mm-hmm. for they will be filled. And it talks about having a spiritual appetite and too many of God's children are actually malnourished. Mm -hmm. And it gives an example about a donut that has zero nutritional value, Mm -hmm. but it's still food. So you can still partake of something, whether it's a natural Mm -hmm. food or a relationship that you think is healthy and it may be a relationship, but it is super destructive. Mm -hmm. You're partaking of that, but there's no value to it in your life. The only value is going to those who seek the Lord, have his vision in his heart. And now you were being filled up with good nutrition in the spirit. Mm -hmm. So that's where my uh, donut came from. Because they taste good, but they're really bad for you. And sometimes (laughs) when you you talk about being being filled, when you're really being... uh, um, receiving the nutrients that you're supposed to, mm-hmm. it's not always going to taste good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we have to, I think one of the things, I, I remember one, I used to hate broccoli mm-hmm. as a child. Yeah. But now it's my favorite, it's my favorite thing, <laughs> one of my favorite things to eat. And I think because my taste buds changed over time yeah. and, and what, I, what I used to desire, I don't desire anymore. And you, I want to encourage people to give yourself time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just keep reading. Yeah. Keep studying. Keep coming to church. Keep listening to yep. worship music. And over time, that renewing mm-hmm. of your spirit will happen, and you'll start to see that the stuff that you 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 would fall asleep on before, mm-hmm. now you crave it. Yeah. You can't you yeah. can't get enough of it. And I think it's funny because we're in the start of the new year, and so a lot of people, you know, they're kickstarting their health mm-hmm. journey. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when we talk transformation and and what we fill ourselves with mm-hmm. we think of i think of sometimes when we're wearing the physical right and you see the transformation pictures you know you see one person looks this way and you know eight weeks later they look this way and everyone's like yeah. oh that's cool i want that mm-hmm. you know that's something that i want whether it's an eight-week transformation or a 30-day transfer you know whatever that is yeah. um we we see it on the outside but like what you were talking about what have they been filling themselves with what have mm-hmm. the, what are the things that they've been applying mm-hmm. what are the ugly jelly that comes out because that's that's something that happens in relationships too right i mean god thankfully whenever we read his word it's a mirror and so we see okay what are we supposed to what makes us christ-like what are the attributes of god that are we are supposed to be walking out and so sometimes when we miss it are we then still being christ-like and saying hey you know what i I, i'm sorry like i had that moment just the other day (laughs) where marco was like hey Steph, you you know you did this and i was like i apologize you know like i'm sorry and those are the moments to where okay what are we really filled with or that Mm -hmm. is actually going to come out and that's Mm -hmm. the true transformation right because even in the difficult circumstances i know pastor juan shared on actually at the beginning of our first seven Mm -hmm. days you know, somebody stole Pastor Ruthie's purse, you mm, know? So in, mm. in that moment, we're all like, ooh, you know, we have all sorts Let's of thoughts. Like, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna do this or that, you know? But being filled so much with um, who he says he is and then who he calls us to be, yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like what you guys were talking about and because Pastor shared about what Jesus came to do in John eighteen thirty seven, And he says, 
So, and then Pilate said to him, so are you a king or not? And Jesus answered, you tell me because I am king. I was born and entered the world so that I could witness to the truth. Everyone who cares for truth, who has any feeling for the truth, recognizes my voice. Mm -hmm. So Jesus came to mm -hmm. witness. And so the only way that we can witness something is if we actually have it ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. He's witnessing the truth of the Father, and then we're witnessing our relationship that we have with mm -hmm. him, you know? Mm -hmm. And so being able to go forth and make disciples mm -hmm. comes from that natural relationship that we have mm -hmm. through reading, through worshiping, through prayer. I mean, it's something yeah. that I feel like sometimes we make um, more complicated than it should be, mm -hmm. like what you were talking about. You don't need to study... Yes, study to show yourself mm -hmm, proof. But mm -hmm. when we witness, you don't need to have four points on telling right. someone about how Jesus is, you know, a healer in your life or right. how Jesus mm -hmm. has been your comforter because you're going through something difficult and those things. You know what I mean? Go ahead. I, one of the things I, I, I've, I've realized in my life is for a long time in ministry, I would always study purely to preach. Mm -hmm. And I realized that the mm -hmm. preaching never was as powerful as it could mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a start till I started studying because I wanted to know Jesus. Yeah. I wanted to know him. Mm -hmm. God just let me know you. Yeah. And then when knowing him became secondary or mm -hmm. came, not became secondary, but when knowing him became um, uh, the primary, primary part of, of what I wanted to do, it's like the Holy Spirit steps in and then gave you a new level of preaching that came out of it because now you have written it on the tablets of your heart mm -hmm. and you're not just trying to read from a paper yeah. to get out points, but mm -hmm. you, you are telling, okay, this is what that means and explaining it. Mm -hmm. And because it comes out of a relationship rather than out of religion, mm -hmm. uh, out of ritual or out of, you know, just trying to come up with some points. Mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And so just to piggyback off of that, like receiving what's being transferred. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm because he's always wanting to transfer his knowledge to us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I keep always going back to the example of the relationship um, with my son and when he had his cancer. Yeah. And the reason why I'm so passionate about that is because it was a paradigm shift mm. in my life, yeah. in our family, and in my personal walk with the Lord, because I almost gave up and quit mm -hmm. based off of what I thought my relationship with the Lord was because it was based off of head knowledge. Right. Mm. And so when that happened, it really, I'm passionate about it because there's so many examples that I can give mm -hmm. of having that relationship, thinking I knew a God that ended up being a different God than I thought he was yeah. because he is sovereign and mm -hmm. he does love us even in the middle of like the worst situation possible. Mm -hmm. when, when I was working on the hub, right? You know? I was working on the hub, I was studying for the hub and the thing I knew God said to me, he said, <clears throat> he said, issues don't, uh, discredit who I am. Mm -hmm. They actually prove who I am. Right. Yep. Because because we we often think that when, when God comes into our life that everything is going to be hunky dory mm -hmm. <laughs> and we're never going to have yeah, any yeah. problems. Yep. But God will allow a situation. Didn't mean that He brought it. Right. Uh, we can't we can't blame yep. sickness, disease, or infirmity or any of that on God. But yeah. God will, in His sovereignty, allow. Uh, a negative situation in order to paint the backdrop of his love. Mm -hmm. yeah. You would have never known God. You would have never prayed the way you prayed right. if it had not been for that situation. Yeah. Now that doesn't that doesn't mean we do we go around, you know, Paul said, do yeah. we do we sin so that much grace can abound? Certainly mm -hmm. not. We don't look for problems, but right. when problems come, 
God reveals his majesty and his goodness and his grace. And we know God like we know him because not because he took us out of a situation or didn't allow us to have a situation, but he took us through a situation. Mm -hmm. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadow right. of the death, I fear no evil. Why? Because he is with me. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it's a good time to um, for all of us, you know, to pause and reflect on mm. seeing, okay, what does that relationship, what is, what are we connected to? You know, because that's the things that flow out of us. You know, right. mm -hmm. are you are you constantly speaking illness? Mm -hmm. Are you constantly mm -hmm. speaking depression? Are you constantly speaking, you know, a poverty mindset, thinking that there's a lack, like, well, I don't know what yeah. I'm going to do and all these kind of things. It, then it's kind of like if we take a step back and say, man, I'm really connected to money. Or, mm -hmm. man, I'm really connected to this job that I have or this yeah. career or this ministry yeah. or this role and that I have put on you. myself. Exactly. Yeah, he'll, he'll show you. it to you. I think yeah. it was cool because I was actually reading Mark, and I shared this in our devotional, I think, last week. But Jesus um, freed a man from demons, right? And in that same instance, um, the people who were in awe of it then we're like upset about it because they were connected to the money you know so in mark 5 it says those who had seen it told the others what had happened to the demon possessed man and the pigs because he casted the demons into the pigs then the pigs went and mm -hmm. you know i was gonna say flew over a cliff <laughs> <laughs> jumped over a cliff or over out of a cliff at first they were in awe and then they were upset upset over the drowned pigs they demanded that jesus leave and not come back and so instantly they were connected or maybe they had that experience because they saw something really awesome they saw somebody be delivered they saw or maybe they experienced it themselves right and they're like yeah. wow we're free we're in awe and so they're they were connected to that emotion or mm -hmm. they were connected to that experience and in right. the same scripture it talks about how they were upset because what were, what were you explaining to me the pigs that that was money mm -hmm. you know that's mm -hmm. their the value that they had and now they're like oh wait hold on the experience is gone sunday worship right. ended the album's over. Maverick City's concert is ended. You know what I mean? Like the mm -hmm. experience is yeah. gone, but now I'm connected to. What am I really connected to? What What's the residue of yeah. something left behind? Is it right. because I'm connected to money? Is it because I'm connected to power? Or I'm connected to control? Yeah. You know, sometimes we. I mean, I, that's something that I have to deal with all the time. Yeah. You know, because what we speak, what we consistently. You may not be a preacher, but what we consistently mm -hmm. preach about really reflects what we're connected to wow. and you can even have that happen <clears throat> inside the church as a christian of course was, because when absolutely. we first came when yeah. james and i first came to get wrapped mm -hmm. i will never forget Talk i know that it. we would not be where we are in our marriage and our mm -hmm. family without mm -hmm. pastors juan and ruthie yeah. mm -hmm. and yes they are humanly people but jesus lives and resides on the inside of them and mm -hmm. god uses them as a vessel mm -hmm. to be able to reach people and worship was like a thing for me. Man, I was one of those people that would be screaming in the car all the way to church and yeah. my kids. And then we would get to the church that we went to before Get Wrapped. And if I was two minutes late for worship, mm -hmm. I was done with the day. I was like, I don't wanna go. Mm. Because it was all about the worship. Mm -hmm. And then when we came to Get Wrapped, I remember when we were reading off papers, yeah. there was no band, there was no instruments, there was no fancy lights my level of worship and understanding of what having a bow down heart really yeah. is yeah. went to a whole nother level and it blew the box off of everything that I used to think. Mm -hmm. And I connected with God feeling his presence on a different level than I had ever felt before with the band and the lights and all of those things are great. I'm not saying that they're bad, right, right. you know, they're, they're good, but it's understanding that what you're saying, not having an experience be that in evaluating your heart okay why am i liking this mm -hmm. what is it about this because if that's taken away what are you left with mm -hmm. 
I, I, I had know? the same experience, and I will say this for pastors and for ministers, you're, you're, you're not defined by ministry. Mm -hmm. Because most of us, we, can, we, we put our identity, we put our relationship, our, we think the relationship is going and preaching yeah. and going over here to the prison and going over here to this. And so we walk away from it and say we have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. uh, or we spend hours praying mm -hmm. and we say we have a relationship with God. And then once that's taken from us, like if like when I, when I changed and came here to to get rap, and I was no longer the senior pastor of mm. you know Impact Family yeah. Worship Center, all of a sudden now, I found that I had lost. It wasn't the relationship. I I didn't. It you felt like your identity was in a title. It was in a title. It mm -hmm. was in it, it was in the doing. It yeah. was in the preaching. It yeah. was in all this stuff type of stuff. And when it was taken from me, I didn't know how to have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Past getting up and preaching every yeah. Sunday morning. <laughs> it's good though. And and so yeah. what I realized at that moment is relationship is not about the moment to moment doing, but the moment. How do I enjoy God? Yeah. How do I spend time with Him? And if, mm -hmm. if I don't have anything else, if I don't have ministry, if I don't have, if this person is taken away from me, will I still love God? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I don't, and yeah, I hope you guys are understanding where we're coming from. We're not saying any <laughs> any of these things are bad. bad we're not yeah. saying worship is bad. No, if you spend, you know, five hours doing worship or, mm -hmm. you know, if you're in there you know, two days out of the week studying for a mm -hmm. sermon, none Most of definitely. these things are, are bad, right? But it's kind of like, okay, what what good comes from spending three hours in your prayer closet if whenever you come out you can't you can't have a relationship relationship yeah. a father to your children or mm -hmm. you know have the character of a loving wife mm -hmm. or yeah. even be a good friend for somebody who's in a time of need mm -hmm. those things aren't reflections of jesus those things are just works like you were talking about and mm -hmm. then they aren't being good witnesses of who jesus called yeah. us to be and so whenever we're we're talking about this and we're reading really having that true definition of a disciple and then really having that true definition of a relationship i feel like is where the transformation comes yeah. from you mm -hmm. know what i mean and that's yeah. where we can walk it out you know and so uh, we're going to take yeah. a quick commercial break guys and we'll be right back with pastor todd and pastor megan thanks for listening to this is real Welcome back, you guys. Thank y'all for tuning in to This Is Real with Homer Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. My name is Stephanie Rave, and we are subbing here with some amazing co-hosts, Pastor Todd and Pastor Megan from Get Rap. Thank you guys for being here. And for this great conversation, I, I'm just, I really enjoy it because I feel like um, it does us to no avail to not sit at a table, hypothetically, you know, and physically, and actually speak about yeah our walk you know our mm. how we view relationship how we view discipleship mm. how what does it look like to follow you know what i mean and i feel like for us it's important to for all of us it should be important for us as believers mm -hmm. to be able to have relationships one, with one another out of having a relationship with the father and say hey right. you know what what am i doing that i need to do differently or what have i done in the past i, I got something i got something <laughs> that, that was on me and it just it just hit me right when you you were talking just a second ago about me us reading all this time or worshiping all this time but it's not reflecting mm -hmm, in our relationships mm -hmm. and pastors made a, made a statement uh, about uh, our children and how we mm -hmm. look at our children and we get mad at, at what they are but mm -hmm. they're actually a reflection yeah. of they're just many me's yeah. you know he said they're many <laughs> yeah. me's because they have watched us yeah. and now they reflect what they see mm -hmm. and and 
And what came up to my mind was that we can spend so much time in ministry sometimes that we forget that discipleship starts. You, you're doing a segment in, in, the, in our hub about family first. Mm -hmm. It starts at, at home. Yeah. And, and I think we, I don't want people to miss that when we talk about relationship, we're not just talking about relationships outside of the house. Because when we right. think about discipleship, we think about going outside mm -hmm. of the house, going down the street, going across the water, going over you know, to Africa or wherever we're going. Mm -hmm. But we never think about that literally we disciple people outside of the home but our sons and our daughters are going to hell. Yeah. Or our, our wife or our, or our husbands are, are not, mm -hmm. don't have a relationship with God. Yeah. So we have to get to the place where we understand that that relationship that we have with Jesus, our first light is to be to our, our family. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love that because, um, like when we were talking about the, the donuts and the fraudulent <laughs> feeling, but I think it's, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, I don't have yeah. kids, but I feel like whenever parents see, whenever children see their parents apologize to one another, yeah. mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Those yeah. little types Healthy of things, conflict mm -hmm. resolution, conflicts, you know, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff or how we go and ask for forgiveness or how, you know, you are able to be vulnerable and say, you know what? I'm sorry that I raised my voice. Like right. I was feeling this type of way or whatever, that kind of thing or all of those things is, is bearing fruit of mm -hmm. who yeah. Jesus called us to be of how he, right designed us you know what i mean and being able to be witnesses in our home whatever mm -hmm. those relationships look like because yeah i mean of, of course again i'm not a parent but you know the children and the mini me mm -hmm. and they have their especially if you have you know adult children they're gonna make their choices mm -hmm. you know so if, you're, mm -hmm. if your child is quote unquote tripping you know we're not saying that's your fault or anything yeah. like that but at the end of the day is like okay where does it start and it starts at the mm -hmm. home, yeah. you know. It starts with our family. It starts with the people that are closest to us. And yeah. sometimes we don't we don't like it because mm -hmm. they see the ugly and they see this or that. But being able to be true reflections of Christ, like yeah. conflict, Christ like you know, uh, showing love. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, your son, he's gonna have an amazing example of what it's like to be a husband. Because even yeah. though we all joke around, everybody does a Pastor Todd stance, you know, when he's talking about Pastor Tanya. Uh, but it's even a, though we think healthy. it's funny it's and goofy, but yeah. Christian is going to be oh, a you great... you think my stance is goofy? No. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's goofy when we try to mimic it. Yeah, we can't do it. Whenever people try to mimic it, they, they ain't got it right. They're not, you know, seven no, foot tall. No. <laughs> but yeah. Christian's going to have a great example. He yeah. has a great example of that. So then right. he's going to be able to say, you know, this is how my father treated yeah. my mom you know mm -hmm. what i mean and i know yeah. that um you have kids megan so i know how that is yeah yeah i do and when pastor Juan says that sometimes i'll sit mm -hmm. and i'll be thinking about examples and i'm like oh man was that me yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they respond in a yeah. certain way and if mm -hmm. you really are honest with yourself and you look at it and it's true mm -hmm. There's a lot of truth to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's also the other side that we raise kids in the way that they should go and the word says that they shall not depart from it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I believe that when those seeds are sown, that they are not going mm -hmm. to fall on hard ground. They will manifest, but there are choices that our children make that we have no control over. Mm -hmm. And there reaches an age of accountability where we've taught them and we've been there for them and we've led by example. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if they go off the path or someone that we're discipling yeah. goes off the path or a coworker that you might be spending your lunch break talking to because you see that they need someone to talk to and you're discipling and pouring mm -hmm. into them and they're still not showing the fruit you think that they should show, mm -hmm. one, 
you know, don't blame yourself for that. But two, we're all a work in progress. Mm -hmm. We all started off at that baby stage, relationship with the Lord, understanding who he was, going through the process of not trusting him, mm -hmm. believing if he's even real, is he who he says he is? Yeah. Is this made up? Is it not made up? And then through life experience, through growing in wisdom and maturity in his word and continuing to trust in him, mm -hmm. you can't compare yourself to us mm -hmm. or to someone else or to the pastor, because as long as you're growing where you're planted yeah, and you know that you're giving it a hundred percent, you may not be growing as quickly or exceeding as quickly as your brother or sister to your right and to your left, but God has you right there as long as you can honestly say, I'm giving it my all, mm -hmm. I'm doing everything I know I need to do, I'm being honest and faithful, and you're still growing, be happy with where you're at and just continue to do that. And you got to release yourself from being, you, we're not, we're nobody's Christ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, he's the that's, savior, that's right? That's true. Mm -hmm. So, so some water, some plant, but God is that's the one so that good. brings the increase. Yep. And so yep. our only responsibility is to be the light that God has called us to be and yep. then let God separate the, the rest of the stuff. And, yeah. and when we get to the place where, and we even use it in our, how many people have you led to Christ? How many people have you saved? <laughs> it is. It's all yeah. about yeah, the I mean, numbers. You haven't saved sometimes. anybody. You just showed. You just showed. You showed your light. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Christ is the one who who drew his heart. Yeah. And so we got to be we got to be careful. And and lastly on that that point, is that we oftentimes we give people we don't give people the grace that we have received mm -hmm. because we it took us thirty years. I'm fifty now, but. It took me 50 years to get to this point. Yeah. And then I started discipling somebody, and when they don't get it in mm. six months, <laughs> then we mad and we yeah. and we talking about, well, see, you ain't listening. Yeah. Well, come on now, bro. It took you longer than, than that. So yeah. mm. so give people that, that same grace yeah. and, and expect the same God to change you is going to change them. Yeah, I love that. In Mark uh, 4, it says, but the seed planted in the good earth represents those who hear the word. Mm -hmm embrace it and produce mm -hmm. a harvest beyond their wildest dreams Most definitely. you know and so i feel like that's that's the beauty about um the church the body yeah. you know is that hey maybe we planted a seed of six months or maybe it was a seed of just you know something mm -hmm. like this a podcast yeah. a radio show that yeah. you you just heard it for you know 45 minutes mm -hmm. but because of who christ made us as a body and all these different parts someone somewhere else down the line might be watering that someone somewhere yeah. else down the line might be giving the light mm -hmm. and then maybe a different person down the line is then reaping the harvest they just encounter this person who's mm -hmm. had all these different seeds and nurturing and and all of that growth happening and they're yeah. just like man you're such an amazing individual i would <laughs> love to have you you know do this this or that yet some of us are oblivious to how mm. that seed grew, you right. know? Mm. So I think that's really awesome. Mm. You were going to say something, Badger. Oh, no. <laughs> I, was just, I, was just, I was just sitting there thinking about, you know, as, as it relates to Ecclesiastes, it talks about it's a time and a place uh, right. under the sun, mm -hmm. uh, time for everything, time to plant, time to pluck up. Mm -hmm. And when we, when we think about things being planted, just because I develop at a faster rate than you develop or you develop at a faster rate than me doesn't mean that I'm not developing. Mm -hmm. uh, an apple takes a, takes less time than, I mean, a radish takes less time than a tomato. Mm -hmm. It takes uh, about 60 days, if I'm not mistaken, for a seed, for a radish to be planted in the ground mm -hmm. and then produce a fruit. But it takes about 90 days for, yeah. for a tomato. And so, so if I judge my life based off 
the tomato right. and I'm the radish, <laughs> then I'm going to be saying to myself, all right, well, God, you must not be real in my life. Yeah. No, just keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Stay planted. Stay grounded. Uh, and, and let God do what he's going to yeah. do. I think um, for all of us, and, and it's not necessarily, like you said, it's not because we're in ministry or because you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. we're a part of a church or anything like that, but yeah. I feel like so many of us have had <clears throat> that moment, mm-hmm. right, to where we have the realization or the revelation mm-hmm. that we're just like, man, I was doing it wrong, or man, that's we still have those yeah, moments. Yeah, we have them every day. all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. And so I think, um, and I'm reading the scriptures on my phone because I'm a millennial, guys, and so I don't always carry my Bible. Mark eight says, calling the crowd to join his disciples is Jesus. He said, anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. This is mm-hmm, the message. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me, and I'll show you how. Mm-hmm. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to saving yourself, your true self. What good would it do to get everything you want and lose you, the real you? What could you ever trade your soul for? You know. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about discipleship, following, and being connected mm-hmm. in relationships, yeah. um, to me that's such a beautiful thing because as we grow and as we develop in our connection with christ you're gonna see those awesome moments of people whether they let you know or they don't you know what i mean you're gonna see the fruit of man you know i saw megan push through that situation and i saw how pastor todd handled that in a christ-like behavior Mm -hmm. i saw you know stephanie do this or that and all of those seeds are going to continue to grow and and sometimes the witness is is without even speaking the word mm. it's simply yeah. by people observing your life observing mm. yeah. your commitment to god observing your transformation as we grow 50 years 20 i'll be 30 yeah. this year you know what mm. i mean like of, of being christ followers but yeah. you know um kind of evolving and maturing in a different way you know mm. go ahead you were saying something no, I was just going to give an example when you said that of how pastor had shared that there was a relationship that he had had a while back and there was a situation that was presented itself mm-hmm. and there were other people in the room that um, were going to choose kind of to not be 100% honest with yeah. something. <laughs> and then Pastor Juan was like, no, I'm not going to be involved in that. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there was a person present that ended up going to the church and being mm-hmm. committed and giving their life fully over to the Lord at that yeah. moment because of his example, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? And so he wasn't preaching. He wasn't mind a pulpit. Yeah. He was literally just in a situation that yep. he chose to say, no, I'm not going to do this because it's not the right thing. Yeah. So we've got yeah. a minute left. Thank you guys for <laughs> being here. Thank you awesome. all so much for tuning in. I appreciate yeah. y'all's we support it. We it. <laughs> as we fill in for Pastor yeah, Juan. Um, but I, I, I want to leave off with a prayer because there's people listening who are like, man, that is me or that's that was me. And I've kind of, mm-hmm. you know, gone away and starting the new year. We don't we don't want to be the same. You know, we want to grow, we want to mature, we want to develop. And so I'd like you guys to share just, you know, about 30 seconds and just pray for those people listening and encourage them on taking that first step into being true Christ followers Mm -hmm. and then really having those relationships that God calls us to have. Yeah. So, Father, we just thank you um, for everyone who's listening, anybody who's watching, watching God, that right now um, the person that is doubting themselves, that doesn't know who you are, that has a skewed concept of the father of their life god i ask right now that you Mm -hmm. just touch their heart that you soften it that you do the supernatural 
in a situation that may seem completely impossible because the hardest of heart can become soft in a heart of flesh. So I just thank you for that right now in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Pastor Todd. Thank mm-hmm. you, Pastor mm-hmm. Megan. Thank you, Juan Ra- Martinez from This Is Real. And I'm Stephanie Rave, and we're so glad you joined us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode. And don't forget, in Houston, Texas, on 100.7 FM, every single Saturday night, we're on the airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30, man, with real people, real problems, real solutions. The show is rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking, we're also reaching 50 53 cities, 51 state and county jails and prisons. And what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them. We're bringing them some laughter and some good times and some fire. And so uh, for that, we need some partners. So if you want to partner with us, please click on the link below. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hashtag this is real or on any other platforms. Pastor Juan Martinez. Hey, that's a wrap. Peace.